Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Okay, everybody, welcome. It's so uh, it's so great to be here with all of you. We're always excited and honored and grateful to get to spend this time with you every week. And today will be the final wrap-up on our mini-series on resiliency. Now, um, this has been... It's been I'm selfishly, it's been amazing for me. I, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about where we go each week. And I really like having this time to kind of process these ideas. So I really hope this has been valuable for our listeners as well. So, you know, we've kind of gone through, we started, uh, we talked about connection, we talked about community, we talked about conditioning, and we were gonna wrap this up on clarity. And I think uh, we've got some evolution of thoughts here, <laughs> which I agree with where Dave's going. So I'm gonna let Dave jump in right now and talk a little bit about how his thoughts have evolved around this and where we'd like to take this in closing. So Dave, thanks for being here with me. It's always a pleasure. It's always great, Allie. It's always fun. So this is a bit like an energy cycle, and you got to keep the energy going. You know, uh, one way to define illness is when energy gets blocked. And one of the ways that we get mentally challenged and ill-willed, when we get, feel ill mentally, is when our energy stops. And so this is a bit of, if you can envision this being an energy cycle. So we've talked, as you said, we've talked about connecting. We've talked about conditioning. Uh, we've talked about connecting with yourself, building a community around you. But there's a final piece that I think is very critical when it comes to resiliency. And at first I was using the word clarity, that we've got to get really clear about a vision. 
uh, we got to have a, the bottom line is we need to have a reason for being resilient. If it's just self perpetuating, oh, I've got to keep stronger. That's not a compelling reason. We all, you know, we, we teach this around purpose in our organizations and in our leadership development programs around a purpose is what gets you up in the morning. It gives you a reason to be resilient. So this last component is about finding a reason to be resilient. And it could be clarity around your purpose. It could be clarity around your values. And that's what originally we were thinking about in terms of this fourth piece on resiliency. But I'm thinking these days that it's, you know, me and C's, I love C words. I'm thinking it's around contributing. Mm -hmm. What do I want to bring to this community? And honestly, Allie, it's what got me out of my very dark place for those first three months when the pandemic hit and my schedule got wiped off the map. I was basically unemployed and I wanted to go into myself and find stillness and buy a journal and just go inside and keep my conditioning up, keep, keep my community up, keep connecting. But what really pulled me out of it was a conversations with you and you reminded me, our purpose hasn't changed. Mm. We still wanna bring value to people in this world in the realm of leadership and authentic development. And I began to think, of course, so how are we going to do it? And it was an impetus to stay resilient because now we have a purpose and that clarity around making the world better by our gifts actually was an impetus to give me a reason to be resilient. Now I have a reason to exercise. I have a reason to condition myself. I have a reason to connect with myself. I have a reason to build a community because it's going to help us serve the world better. Mm -hmm. And in our own unique, authentic way, it was a strengthening for me and solidifying my resiliency through this that I would not have found had I not redefined for myself, how am I going to make a contribution mm -hmm. and clarified that for myself we make our contribution can also change right like that can evolve as our lives uh, go but as, as you're talking I'm like anytime I I don't want to use the word I want to say I lack the strength to carry on <laughs> I go through those phases in my life where I'm like oh I just I do not want to get out of bed I don't want to do this I you know you're fighting kind of everything inside of yourself um the common denominator is I think through all of those times in my head is connecting to contribution. It's so much more meaningful than like just me. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it's really motivating. Um, it really makes you think about the legacy you're going to leave, what your life means, what, what you're doing with the minutes that you have left. And, um, Maybe it can be a little confronting <laughs> as well, but it's also nine times out of 10, it's extremely motivating. 
right? And so then I'm thinking like how you're saying, you know, it's kind of like a life cycle and it's so true because then you're like, okay, I gotta get up. I gotta work out. I gotta make sure <laughs> I start meditating again. I gotta get back to my, my stuff that I know that makes me feel really good because when I feel good and I'm connected, I am resilient, right? Things are, things are awesome. I can take what the world's throwing at me and process it and work through it and whatever is coming up internally, I can work on that too. And um, so it's cool. I'm kind of seeing this whole pull together, this thread, this golden thread come through it all, which is, which is really beautiful, you know, and you can kind of, kind of start to see how every piece supports each other and not linear. I wouldn't even say they're linear, right? I, in my mind, I'm thinking we're doing this like in a circle, but it's not. It's like you go here, 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 wherever you, whatever you need, right? The contribution is, is ultimate, right? I mean, this notion of having a reason started when I was, that I was aware of when I was in high school and my dad inspired me to train for the Canadian Olympic team. Now, I think he knew I didn't have the talent, um, but it still inspired me to get up in the morning, gave me a reason. I'm getting up. I'm not getting up to exercise. I'm getting up to train for the Olympics. It's a very different mindset. And where I've evolved to is when that purpose, we talked about that in our podcast around purpose, but when that purpose is about making the world better and doing our best to make some kind of a contribution in the world, it can be inspiring and it can actually build resiliency is our premise. And I, the word that's coming up for me is like, I'm writing it down as you're talking, is like intrinsic it's like intrinsic it's motivation that comes from within it has nothing to do with the outside world nothing in the outside world can really get that deep level of motivation inside of you you know and I think that that's really cool too that we can ex access that as human beings we're remarkable <laughs> you know like we can do incredible things when we put our minds to it which yeah. I think it's so beautiful, right? Right. And I just want our listeners to stop and reflect as they're getting through this pandemic. How are you using your gifts to make the world better? Now, maybe it's just, I'm going to be resilient so that when I go buy my groceries and I look at that cashier behind her mask and behind the plastic plexiglass, that I'm going to make her day. I'm going to feel better about myself because I have a reason to go to that store and make the load a little lighter for somebody else. Yeah. Our reason could be that small and that big. Yeah. Well, that's huge. <laughs> right. Cause I mean, we're all having this experience on this planet and when we treat each other poorly, it's what divides us. And so I actually think that that's huge. And I think I, you know, we started talking about this at the start of the pandemic last year and how, you know, you go in and you have a conversation with somebody in a retail environment and they're kind of blown away by <laughs> when you're nice to them. They're still super blown away, Dave. So it concerns me that we're hiding behind a mask sometimes. And I know that we're all tired and I know, I know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm tired right now. And, you know, um, I, I read an article about the January pandemic blues and how it's like even harder than a normal January, February, right? Time right now, because of everything that's going on. So it's just like this extra layer of stress, but that 
taking that time to disconnect doesn't really, it doesn't serve you, right? It doesn't serve the person you're connecting with, but it also doesn't serve you every time you're kind to somebody else, every time you contribute in some way, even if it is in that small interaction, it opens your heart, right? And I think it's just so important that we try to keep finding ways to do that right now. Yes, and if you live in Canada, except if you live in Vancouver and you're bragging about seeing the cherry blossoms coming to fruition. Um, but if you live in the rest of Canada, this is a dark month. Yeah. And, and it is easy to get down right now. Yeah. And it's also something that I believe, part of my philosophy is that you don't feel your way into right action you act your way into right feelings. If you don't feel particularly close to the love of your life, the best way to feel close to them is to go and buy them a card and write them a poem or do something that would show them love. Take the action, even though the feeling isn't there. And if you take that action, the feeling will come. Don't wait for the feeling. It's like confidence. It's like when my daughter said, you know, I don't have the confidence to play high school basketball. It doesn't matter whether you're confident or not. You have to get in and play and the confidence will come. The feeling will come. Yeah. And it's like resilience. If you don't feel very resilient right now, just go take some action. Make the world a better place. Go for a walk and smile with your eyes with somebody else that has a mask on outside somewhere. <laughs> or if you're outside, you can smile without a mask. Yeah. And you can be six feet apart and see what you can do to make the world better. And then let go of your expectations for one day. And at the end of the day, see if you don't feel more resilient by taking the right action. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The restaurants reopened today. We didn't talk about this, but I think that you know, when you're talking, we did this whole mini session on resiliency. You think about the things that leaders have gone through in the last year and uh, will continue to go through for a long, long time. And um, this is just such an important conversation right now, I guess I want to say, like, um, I think it would have been important regardless at any time, but right now it's just so like relevant, right? And I think people want to talk about it. You know, I have people that listen to this podcast and then call me and say, can we talk a little bit more about <laughs> this idea of resiliency? And I think, um, I think that that's building resiliency too. It's like being open. And we kind of talked about that in the start, but it's being open to the experience of it all. Right. Wow. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> it is. There is, you talk a lot in your work in our classes around curiosity and being open Mm -hmm. And I think that receptivity to life is an action of building resilience. Yeah. By the time we have this podcast next year, we'll have our whole resiliency model evolved to where we'll have 10 points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be totally different. We'll give you another mini series at this time next year. Because <laughs> that's just way, cool. Before we sign off, I have to find out. What kind of mood are people coming into the restaurant with? Oh, I don't know. It just opened today. So I haven't really seen guests yet, but I was saying to Chris that 
like we should definitely go dine out this week and just see how it feels. So I haven't been in yet. It was just today, but I will tell you that I talked to four different GMs today and they were so excited. Their teams were so excited. They were just so excited to be around people again, totally fine with whatever restrictions were. It's just like, give me back some people. (laughs) So hopefully it's going really well for them and they're connecting and having a beautiful day. So well, what I'm interested in is how you have built such a resilient organization. And maybe that's a topic for another day, but you have built with these young people a tremendously resilient place for them to come to work in. And you've co-created it together and I'm fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this as we close that as far as an organization goes, that's always a work in progress. Like that work is never done. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.